What up, y'all? I know, I know it's been a minute. Uh, the Locate Theory podcast has been a while, bro, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, life happened, so I had to put the Locate Theory uh, uh, podcast on pause. But I'm back at, it, back at it again. I'm gonna be more active on it since now the UFC and MMA in general is very, very fucking crazy at the moment. So pretty sure like new spankings, new brand new spanking new episodes uh, for the podcast. And I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to it. Just just hope. Just just stay patient, bro. Just stay patient. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. So yeah, man. Today um, we're gonna talk about UFC two uh, two two three or two. No, hold on. Yeah, yeah. UFC two two three in Brooklyn, New York, I believe. Um, we're gonna talk about a little bit about that Conor McGregor stuff. Other shit that's been going on, you know, you know. But yeah, man, just keep it up. Uh, stay, stay tuned, bro. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna come back in a little bit, and uh, we're gonna you're gonna kick off the episode, yo. So listen up. Ah, right, yo, I'm back. Um, but before we get into the main event, I want to talk about what happened in uh, New York. I think I don't know. Fuck. Uh, that Conor McGregor situation. And it's fucked up. In my opinion, honestly, well, if I'm going to be honest, it's one of the most gangster shit I ever seen. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, a bunch of fucking Irish and a bunch of fucking Russians about to brawl in the fucking, uh, I don't know, parking lot with a bus, even though, like, the Russians didn't get to get the fuck out of the bus, which I thought it was suspect for a bit. But, you know, uh, let's not get into it. Let's not get into that. But how does this start? This starts, uh, I think, a couple of months ago or some shit like that. Because um, y'all know that Khabib and uh, fucking Connor have, like, so-called, quote-unquote, beef. It's not really beef, but it's, it's misunderstandings. It's what it is. So basically what happened is... Um, what happened is that Artem Lobov, long-training partner, UFC featherweight, long-training partner of uh, Conor McGregor, apparently was on Skype or doing some type of interview... Where he's talking, he's saying, oh, you know, uh, how many times could be pulled out, could be pulled out, whatever, whatever, four, four times and la, la, la. And um, uh, Connor never pulled out, Connor finds injured, la, la, la. So who's chicken then? Who? How you call Connor chicken? Connor's the champion, la, 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 la. And then Khabib ran out, ran into Artem Lobov and because Artem Lobov was, was supposed to fight... Um, Bruce Leroy, Alex Caceres, with that fight got got pulled, uh, got got canceled. But I'll uh, explain later on. So they had an altercation. It was like mad motherfuckers surrounding fucking um, Autumn. And like, oh yeah, you called me a bitch, and then oh you called me this, and then Autumn over like, oh no, I didn't call you that, bro. Oh man, I didn't. That didn't happen. Ooh la la la. So he kind of got g checked a little bit. He kind of got checked. But from what I saw in the interview, he didn't really call Khabib a bitch. Maybe it was like uh, through interpretation, I don't know. But but that's what happened. So Connor comes back, apparently like knowing what what the fuck happened, comes through with the crew, and like yo, like swarms the bus. Everybody like Khabib and his team and other fighters are in the bus, and we're like yo, come out of the bus, la la la, come out of the bus. He's in his fucking Irish dudes over there. Most of them are from the SBG camp and shit. We're like yo, get the fuck out the bus, la la, la. get the fuck out the bus. And like yo, they didn't do it. They didn't come out of the bus because apparently oh the, the guy like oh no you can't come out of the bus, la 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 la. And then Connor 
picks up a dolly or some type of some type of shit and throws it at the fucking window. At the bus. It's the one one of the most gangster shit I've, I've I've ever seen. So yeah. So when Connor does that shit, um he throw he throws that fucking thing. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I think it's a dolly or some shit like that. I don't know. If you know, t- let me know. But like he throws that shit at the window of the bus. Big ass fucking crack. Brah, just every fighter gets injured. Fucking Michael Chiesa gets uh because he was supposed to fight Anthony Pettis. Gets glass on his fucking face. Mad lacerations and shit. Rose got shook up a little bit. Uh, apparently fucking um, uh, Ray Borg was supposed to fight uh, the Mexican guy. I've been following him for a while. Ooh, I know his name. I'm forgetting his name now. I think he got glass on his eye. Even though when you look at the video... He looks perfectly fine, but because he's wearing glasses and nothing on. And people will say, oh, yeah, you're just faking for the check. But no, apparently show photo, a, a photo or video of him, of his eye and it's all fucked up and shit. Uh, so on that part, I cannot respect of, I cannot respect what Conor McGregor done because he injured those fighters. And we got to and we got to uh, we didn't get the opportunity to see high quality fights. The Chiesa and Pettis fight. That would have been great. The the Ray Borg versus the Mexican guy. I'm sorry. I'll forget. I'll remember his name. I've been. I'm a big fan of that guy. I just forget his fucking name. His nickname is the Assassin Baby. If you know, you know. But we got robbed of those fights, uh, and you know, it's literally a criminal offense. He got arrested. He turned himself in, um, but I think he got out on bail. I think it was fifty thousand and shit. So, but I think he got charged with assault and some other shit. So, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to fight, if he's going to go to jail. We're still waiting on that. Soon, we'll probably find out. But, but yeah, man, it's, it's fucking crazy. Because, yo, apparently all the, the Russian dudes, Khabib's camp, wanted to get the fuck out. Like, oh, we're going to kill these guys. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. La, 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 la. And then the guy, I think the bus driver or some shit, didn't want to let him out. So they didn't get, so they, they didn't have the opportunity. Then later on, Khabib like, oh, hey, you want to fight with me? That's not how he talks about it. Hey, you know, hey, 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 chicken, you want to fight with me? Uh, Just pick a, send a, loca- a location, I will show up, and la, la, la. And I'm like, okay, fuck this, bro. But, yo, not going to lie. If Connor like, comes back, I'm like, oh, yo, I want, I want, I want Khabib in Russia. My G, it's going to be the best UFC card ever, ever. Forever, ever, 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 ever. It'll be like the biggest car ever. It'll be the biggest fight. So much hype behind that fight. It's gonna be fucking crazy. But you know, that's what it is. Uh yo, back to the UFC two two three. Um basically it was supposed to be Tony Ferguson uh, versus Kabino Margomedo for the uh lightweight title. But this is how the U in the UFC one fifty five is in shambles because Connor beat Eddie Alvarez, became the UFC lightweight champ. Then didn't defend the the title for five hundred days. Tony, 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 like because Tony was kind of supposed to be next. Khabib was somewhere, but like Tony, Tony wanted to fight, and then they had the interim with Kevin Lee and Tony Ferguson. Tony wins, becomes the interim lightweight champ. Then Conor fights uh, Mayweather, just doesn't come back, doesn't even say when. He says, "Oh yeah, I'll come back," and la 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 la, but doesn't really. Uh, then we have Khabib, which was scheduled. Khabib comes back, and they were scheduled to fight at UFC 209. That falls through because Khabib has some issues with weight. Then everybody was bummed. Even I, I was super pissed. I was like, oh, man, what the fuck? 
This fight is not happening. What the fuck? And um, fast forward of a couple of months, we're here at UFC two uh, two two three, which uh, which is like everybody was like, yo, yo, we Khabib and Tony, they're going to fight finally. This is like the fourth time now, I think. Um, and then it, it it just falls through. It just falls through. Tony gets fucking injured. Because he was wearing glasses inside somewhere because he saw some guy. And then tripped on some wires and fucked up his knee. He just got surgery. I think he underwent surgery. It was successful. Thank God. But you know what I'm saying? It was like, I, I, I remember talking to my friend, a friend of mine. I was saying like, bro, I don't want to see this fight ever again. Which I do, I do really, I do really want to, but I don't want to have like having to go through the wait. It has to be like a quick thing. It's like, oh, they're going to fight in, I don't know, two weeks or some shit like that. Nah, I cannot. I cannot wait. It's like something happens because everybody was like, "Oh, the more you talk about the fight, the more you jinx it." Oh, you don't want to talk about it, you jinx it. Oh, everybody was like, "Oh, we hope they make it. We hope they make it." And when you thought it was making it, because it was like it was a day or two days before weigh-ins, man, and this shit happens, which is fucking crazy. But then Max Holloway steps in. Max Holloway in six days notice is like, "Yo, bro, I'll do this." Fuck it, and I was like, "Oh shit, fuck!" Max Holloway's coming to fight. Oh, this is this is interesting now. F- this is gonna be some shit. And then Max Holloway gets fucking, and then the the fucking New York uh, Athletic Commission says, "Oh, Max Holloway can't fight because you know he can't make weight or he's not medically cleared to make weight." Which I f- I heard it was some bullshit because it's New York being New York, and they didn't allow Max Holloway. Apparently, he could do it, but they just didn't want him to do it. But, you know, because, like, Max Holloway never really had issues making weight that I know of. But I guess this is a new thing now. But um, what else was there? Then uh, Max Holloway falls through. Then you, Khabib has, like, what? Three options. He gets three options. They they asked they asked fucking Anthony Perez. Because Anthony Perez was there. And I thought Anthony Perez was going to be next. Because that would have made way sense. He has a full camp, I think. Yeah, well, he was waiting, training for a three-round fight. But, you know, former lightweight champ, why not? Why not? Fucking striker, fucking why not? Uh, didn't work because I think uh, he was asking for a milli. He was asking for a million uh, million dollars. And, and the UFC's like, nah, fuck that. And then, which is like, I don't know, Anthony Bettis, why you asking? I think the bell who should be more worthy than a million pounds, but whatever. Fuck that shit. I think the fighter could be like, oh, I'm getting fucked up, so I need my money. <laughs> but I don't know, that didn't work. Then it was Paul Felder, which the UFC is like, oh, yeah, but you're not ranked. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, why not give Paul Felder a chance? And I'm like, they gave it to, and finally they give it to Balls of Steel, I uh, all Aya Quinta. Let's give props to Al Quinta right there. Fucking slow cap. I wish I could clap, but I'm recording this. But yeah, Balls of Steel Aya Quinta steps up to fight Khabib in the main event. Which I'll break down later later on. But that's how that's how this U event UFC event two two three just became fucking just turned into shambles. It, it started on something really good, and then it's just, nah, fuck it. It's like the universe. Oh, you want this to happen? Nah, nigga. It ain't happening, bro. It ain't happening. But whatever, that's that. And uh, so let's let's go back to UFC 223 and do a little armchair breakdown of what happened. Pretty good fights today, yo. Pretty f- good fights in that event. I really, f- I really enjoyed that fucking event, bro. It was nice. Um... Four fights, 
well actually three three fights not counting the the championship fights but the three fights that i thought they were like the best the best fights of the night were uh the olivier uh ooh, i'm gonna butcher i'm gonna butcher this guy's name it's oliver Aubin mercier is one of those like french canadian dudes and shit he trains at a tristar sorry about that i had smoke but he finished uh a veteran with a fucking body shot it was like in the first round it was like nothing you should put him out pop 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 straight to the a knee straight to the solar plexus and the guy just folded it like nothing it was it, it was it was great i think he got fired of the night props to him uh but i really want to talk about the zabit oh man <laughs> these russians bro zabit magomed sharipov yeah zabit magomed sharipov versus kyle bosniak which is a featherweight bio, fe- oh, featherweight bout. Um, really, really interesting in this guy. This is a big guy. This is guy, cause this is guy. This guy's gonna cause a lot of troubles for the one forty five division. He's like Russian, six foot, reach and can like fight like Anthony Perez. Similarly, he has, he comes from he has like a little bit of that karate taekwondo style. He, which he uses a lot of flashy kicks, loses a lot of side kicks, used a lot of side kicks in the fight, uh, a lot of spinning back side kick, uh, spinning back kicks, and not just regular spinning back kicks, spinning back kicks, spinning back kicks, uh, with timing. Whilst Carl's Bonnie, Carl, Carl was coming back or going forward, he landed a very good one when Carl was just about to go in. It was, which is props to Carl Wozniak. So that guy's a true fucking warrior. Didn't give a fuck. Even though he was getting hit, even though he get uh was getting bloody, he kept on marching in like, nah, fuck this, bro. We're gonna brawl, we're gonna fucking brawl. Um what else happened? Um it but it also it was also very he's gonna be very hard to figure out because he's so tall and with his reach, like a lot of featherweights are not as big. And even though in the beginning of the fight, Kyle was trying to do like a a bob and weave sort of Mike Tyson style trying to get away from the shots but even though when he was trying to connect with his punches he couldn't really reach uh Zabit because he's so tall and he uses his re- his distance so well um landed some good kicks did some cool flashy stuff landed some really good takedowns as well I think he's uh and from what I hear from his camp because he trains with uh you know Barboza and Alvarez and uh, Mark Henry and those guys, and they're saying this guy's a motherfucker in the gym. So this could be a, a new a new motherfucker in one forty five. So I don't know. Maybe I want to see him fight a wrestler, like a wrestler, wrestler. See if he can, like, um, I don't know. Maybe a llamas. Maybe um, what's that guy? What's that guy that got no fucking uh, the guy from Team Alpha Man, the ball dude. Hmm. I forget his name, but yeah, I want to see him face a, a very strong wrestler, see how he handles himself and shit, but yeah, that was a good fight, um, what else, what else, what else, what else, the Renato Moicano fight, the, Rano, the Renato Moicano versus Calvin Qatar, that's a great fight to me, because it showed a very, very good level of fucking striking, because Moicano was just landing leg kicks, like nothing, just pa 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 pa. Very good inside leg kicks. Calvin Qatar was not checking kicks at all. Even Joe Rogan was like, bro, you gotta learn how to check leg kicks. And apparently, Calvin Qatar used to be in like a very 
good Muay Thai kickboxing gym. But I don't know. I guess when you don't do, when you don't practice checking and those type of striking often, or you just stop doing that, you just kind of forget. Because, like, he's getting chopped at the leg like nothing. Just pop, pop, pop. And those were hurting. Like, yo, Renato Moicano striking was on point that fight. Uh, he he won the if he won a decision. Um, yeah, man, he's it's a great fight. So to me, those were like the best fights, not counting the title fights. On to the co-main event, which was uh Rosma Nama Yunus versus Joanna Jenjacek for the uh, strawweight. Uh, strawweight, uh, strawweight belt or strawweight title, whatever. Um, very, very, very different from from the first fight. In the first fight, uh, mind you, Joanna said, "Oh yeah, weight issues and shit," and you know, didn't she like was thirsty and shit? Didn't have water. Very, very dehydrated. Uh, just got tagged by fucking Rose once and then stopped that start the second time in the first round. Like nothing, and then Rose became champion. On the second fight, it was a bit different. Um, Ro- uh, Joanna was a bit more composed in the beginning, but Rose, Rose, we got to see that her striking is no joke. Cause uh, maybe you could say, "Oh, you beat the champion. Oh, it was lucky." La la la. Joanna would say, "Oh yeah, she got lucky, but I'll I'll get my belt back." La la la. But we got to see that that's that was not really the case. Like Rose striking was on on point in the first two rounds. She was very elusive, very evasive. Uh, Joanna couldn't really tag her a lot. That left hand of Joanna of uh, Rose just kept on fucking smashing Joanna's face for the first two rounds. She she, she Joanna was like dazed. She you she couldn't do much about it. She couldn't do shit about it in the beginning. Like straight fucking her up. Pop pop pop. And just before, even and when she finished the combination, when uh, Joanna was about to return with Connors, just like Rose was nowhere to be seen, she would just like slide away, just like a figure skater, just go whoop, ah, uh-uh, can't touch me, bitch, can't touch me. But you know, that's that. Um, what else? After after the second, the first and second round, which uh, Rose won, um, beginning of the third and the third and the fourth. Those were uh those those were like the championship experience of Joanna starts to shine through, where you see a lot of leg kicks to a lot of leg kicks, just literally chopping at uh, Rose's legs, um, a little bit more combinations, more one twos. They were starting to hit more. Uh, Rose was not as fast, not as uh, evasive. As she was in the first two rounds. Maybe you could say because, oh, you know, she's, she's not the champion. Now you have to, she doesn't really have much experience of championship rounds or going to long distance. And Joanna's been doing that, going to five rounds, four rounds, three rounds. So many times it's natural to her to go at that pace. Um, uh, you start to see her get a bit tired. She starts to uh, be, get more tagged by uh, Joanna. Joanna's combos, and that's the problem, and that's the the thing with Joanna. As soon as Joanna starts to get a, a combo going, it, it's it, it's hard to stop, and then you keep on getting tagged and getting tagged. But well, Rose was able to survive. Got a got a few shots in, got a few shots in, a couple of hooks in. Was able to tag her, but not very impressive. So fourth round and fifth round, no no, four, uh, third round and fourth round were uh, Joanna's, simply. 
Now the fifth round's a bit different. Um, this is where a lot of people uh, could go either way on who, what you thought the fifth round was or how it went through because it in t- in in its entirety the fight was close. The fight was very close, but like the fifth round, I had to give it to Rose because like she was the more aggressive one, whilst. Uh, whilst Joanna landed kicks a lot of more, a lot of way more kicks and way more maybe jabs or crosses, like it was a uh, Rose's aggression because she was cause she was not elusive at all, and she said, "Oh, in the fight, oh, it was a bit uh, heavy and coming into this fight was not as it was not as technical, even though she was technical." But what Rose decided to do is take the head kicks, let uh, the leg kicks, and plant her feet. To do power shots, so her hooks were were landing all constantly. Of fucking straights were landing constantly, and what all Joanna could do is land like simple, a few a few one twos, leg kicks. But I, honestly, I I have to give it like the first two to Rose, the the third and fourth to. To to Joanna and the fifth it goes to Rose. I feel like that's what it was. It could have went either way, but it was not like a. It was not like oh yeah, it was not like um, by a landslide that Rose was beating Joanna. It was not that, cause uh, she got tired in the third and fourth. But nah, in the fifth I have to give it to 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 Rose, cause I think she deserved it and she did way more to win. And Joanna's face was fucked up, man. It was just ew. Ooh, it it was fucked up, but at the end she got because at the end of the press conference she said, "Oh no, I landed way more strikes, and the numbers don't lie, and all of this and uh all you other strawweights are still the queen," which is true because Joanna can still beat the fuck of the rest of the division, but I don't think she's uh I don't think a rematch with Joanna or like Joanna versus a rematch with Joanna a jo- a rematch with Rose or like a Joanna versus Rose three is gonna nah she's not gonna be Rose soon, Rose might either still have the belt for a few more times wait her next fight might be I don't know Jessica Andrade or maybe Carolina Kowalkiewicz why not and these are two uh, and these are two people. That Joanna beat before, so let's say if she loses to one either one of those two, Joanna could just go back and beat the title and take the title from them and be the champion again. Or Rose might beat them, and then Joanna can't really beat Rose like that. I don't know because sometimes you get you in the fight game, especially in the UFC, you get those people that they have your number. Like uh, in the featherweight in the featherweight division, it was Jose Aldo with uh, Frankie Edgar for for long. For years, Jose Aldo always had Frankie Edgar's number. Frankie Edgar couldn't figure out what fucking what what the fuck to do with uh, Jose Aldo. So I don't know. I wanna I wanna see I wanna see what's in the um, what's in store for the uh, women's strawweight division because that's like the best division for the females for the women's right now. I don't know bantamweight's kind of slow. Mm, eh, it's not the same anymore. Holly Holm. Was supposed to be like a big thing, but that didn't really work out. And uh, I think the next fight, I think for UFC two two four, is gonna be Raquel Pennington versus the champion Amanda. 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 Why the fuck? Why the fuck am I forgetting her last name? Amanda. Amanda Nunes. Yeah. So yeah, she's gonna fight Amanda Nunes for the bantamweight title. I think Amanda's gonna win, but you know, it's not really. 
it doesn't really get me hyped for a two-two-four. But I'll talk about it on the podcast because you know I'm back on my shit builds. But um, yeah, what else? What else? What else is there? Uh, main event. Main event. Khabib versus Al Quinta. Khabib beats the shit out of balls of steel. Al Quinta still got a good reset to Al Quinta. But this is how it went down in the fight. In the beginning, uh, you see you see Al Quinta. He's like a very literally a boxing stance, crunched low, hands high. Uh, not even, not even like uh, jumping around or just literally face to face with Khabib, and Khabib has like a similar stance. They're doing a little bit of striking here and there, and then just fucking uh, Khabib just goes for a low single, and then Hal Al Quinter's just trying to get away, but Khabib's like, "Nah, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. You, you get the fuck down." And then it's Khabib just mauling Al Quinter for the first round. Second round, he does the same shit, just mauling Al Quinter. And even talking to him, talking to Matt Sarah, be like, yo, yo, oh, yeah, that's good stuff, la, la, la. Oh, yeah, that that's working. Oh, thank you, Matt. That's good advice, la, la, la. And Matt, like, oh, no, I'm talking to Al Alquinta. And then they have this discussion going on. Even in the fight, he's beating on Al Alquinta. But Al Alquinta, props to him, he got, he was able to, to survive, not, really, not being into serious danger. You got to see that fucking Khabib could just switch from fucking back the back to the to to side control to fucking to fucking mount in seconds like water he could just just switch he could just transition so easily but uh props to all quintus for surviving the, the first two then on the third round that's when it gets curious because like khabib starts striking with fucking isle quinta and i'm like khabib what are you doing like Motherfucker, if you if if you if you grapple him, you could finish this fight. Alaquinta's fucked, and he keeps on jabbing Alaquinta, and Alaquinta's not even bothering to dodge. In the first time, uh, the the first the first few times, he's just taking jabs. One, two, three. Even Khabib was counting. He's counting jabs, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, I punch you four times now." And then like, and then Alaquinta goes like, "Oh yeah, hit me one more time," and he and then Khabib's like, "Ah, fuck it, he faints. He doesn't do it." Cause he at the end he'd be like, oh yeah, I was practicing uh, Muhammad Ali moves and shit, and I'm like, nah man, you, you can't be striking because you never know how Quinta just bust up uh, out of nowhere, fucking overhand, and you're on your ass. Which uh, Quinta got strike uh, was striking a little bit more in the fight and landed a few shots, but nothing too too dangerous. Even when Khabib was landing. It was nothing too, too dangerous. Uh, Al Quinta was bleeding, but nothing, you know, nothing critical. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, shit, it's the ice cream man. <laughs> ice cream man coming through with the podcast and shit. But, yeah, uh, back to what bear with me, though. Uh, back to what I was saying. Um, Khabib could have finished that fight. I don't understand why he couldn't finish that fight. Oh, no, I understand. Oh, it was easy. People are saying, oh, Khabib could have did this. And la, la, la. Khabib could have finished the fight anywhere. And I'm not saying he couldn't finish the fight. The man knows how to grapple. The man is the beast when it comes to, to wrestling and sambo and all that shit. And ground the pound. He's a beast. I didn't see the reason why him to play around. Because, in my opinion, him playing around exposed a lot of holes. In his game, especially in the striking and distance and distance management and his chin, uh, for other people to to take advantage, uh, like Tony, like Connor, like Max Holloway, if they ever do that again, like um, which he wants, by the way, but like Kevin Lee, even Nate Diaz, everybody got to see that you could take advantage out of Khabib 
striking wise, which I'll get to, which I'll get to in a second, because apparently a lot of Khabib dick riders and all those, all of those grapplers will say, "Oh, Khabib could have finished the fight." La la la. All of this, no, oh, oh, you think you're gonna strike with Conor McGregor? You think he's gonna do that? No, 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 he's not gonna do that. Cause you, and if you think, cause everybody was criticizing me, I was criticizing, a friend of mine was criticizing, Joe Rogan criticized, I think, um, uh, what's his face? Jimmy Smith was criticizing his strike, and everybody got on Joe Rogan's ass saying, uh, oh, Joe Rogan doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, whatever, why he's criticizing Khabib, why is he just saying, oh, ooh, uh, for every little punch that, uh, Quinta throws and shit, but no, but Joe, Joe Rogan had a point, which I agree, is saying, like, there's chinking, chinks in his armor, like, Khabib is not a perfect fighter, if it was, if it was Conor McGregor, let's say Conor McGregor was there, not saying he's not gonna be taking down with Khabib, that's gonna happen, Khabib can take anybody down, it doesn't matter, he fucking wrestles with DC, for, for God's sakes, but I'm just saying, striking-wise, he can be put down. And that's what I want, and that's what I want everybody to say, because, like, cause like, everybody going on Joe Rogan say, oh, you, mm, uh, uh, the, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Je, Javier Mendez said, oh, you think we're going to strike with Conor McGregor? Of course not. Of course not we're not going to strike. Of course not we're not going to do that. But every fight starts on the feet. And if uh if if Khabib is gonna because before he because you can't do a takedown willy nilly you gotta do a takedown you gotta set it up with something with a jab a jab one two and then you duck for a double or a single you gotta start with that and I'm saying if you don't fix up that striking that he has and that's this is manager and that's chin high when he goes to do that feint that could be that could be that could be that could be a, a easy left counter by Connor or like a fucking elbow by Tony and shit like that. And I'm like, I, and also want to talk about everybody be like, oh yeah, Connor McGregor can grapple. I'm just saying, y'all, come on, man. The man for Chad Mendes, the man for Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez couldn't really take him down like that. And even when he did, even when he did, it was not for long. And everybody now, because Connor beat Eddie Alvarez, everybody like, oh God, Eddie Alvarez is not even a great fighter. But la, la la that's that's neither here or there. Um, what else I want to talk about? I want to talk about what's after two two three because a lot of people kept on coming back and had a lot of thoughts about the fight. I feel that Khabib should fight Connor for the title in Russia, but depending on Connor's arrest or this file, or whatever is was gonna happen with his assault case. We don't know when he's going to fight next. So Khabib should fight another guy, some guy, like a warm-up or some shit like that. But in that case, is Eddie Alvarez. Because I saw Eddie Alvarez talk about it and say, oh, I'm the king of the division. I will take, I could be Khabib. I have everything that takes to be Khabib. And like initially, if you think about it, we're like, oh, Eddie Alvarez is talking shit. But if you think about it, why not? There's, not really, there's nobody really there at the moment. Barboza got beat. Uh, Kevin Lee's no, no. Kevin Lee's gonna fight Barboza. Tony Ferguson is injured. Connor is out. Nate Diaz is out. Uh, I don't know. They don't even want to give Paul Felder a fight because he's unranked for some reason. Uh, Max Hall is gonna go back to one forty-five to fight. Um, to fight Brian. He's gonna fight Brian Ortega. So you have nobody really there to fight at the moment. So I'd say and you give the fight to Eddie Alvarez or you you wait and see the winner of Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje, which is going to be a fucking 
fucking massacre, fucking war, and I'm gonna break that. that I'm gonna break that down. I'm gonna talk about it on the podcast next week uh, or this week, or whatever, whenever I can. But but yeah, give the title to Eddie Alvarez. I think that's I think that's the like what makes sense for now. He's rested. He hasn't fought. He hasn't fought since Justin Gaethje beat him. He has his striking down. He has his wrestling down. He might he might get taken down. He might get beat up. But you know how Eddie Alvarez is. That guy just bites on his mouthpiece and goes. And you know that guy knows how to strike. That guy can knock him out if he wants to. So yeah, I think that's the I think that's the next move. But oh yeah, also I forgot yeah. Khabib is Muslim, so he's gonna fast in September, uh, in, for over the summer. So he'll probably be back in September. So, mm, that's a nice one. I don't know, but yeah, give the fight to Eddie Alvarez. I think that's the next thing. Let me talk about the Khabib fight though, uh, real quick, because I recorded this over here, but apparently it didn't fall through because I'm an idiot. But whatever. Uh, the Khabib fight. The Khabib versus Balls of Steel, I eloquent. That's not his fucking whatever, but, you know, that's why I call him now. Uh, Khabib just basically just mauls Ala Quinta in the the entire fight. He Mind you, he was not ready. He was, re- he was training for a three-round fight, three fight against Paul Felder. But, you know, uh, uh, still, Khabib just literally mauled him, grappled him, grappled him in the first two rounds. Uh, he literally, Ala Quinta couldn't really do much. He was getting fucked up. Was able to defend though. Was able to defend a lot of um, a lot of those dangerous positions. Like uh, he threatened the back. He threatened like a rear naked a couple of times. Alquinta kept was able to get out and basically survive. It's the first rounds for Alquinta was just basically survival, survival. He just didn't. He, he just couldn't stop the takedowns. Second, the third round, the third and fourth round. That's when it gets. That's when it gets like very very tricky and gets very. Silly kind of for Khabib because Khabib starts striking now. And he said in the press conference, Oh, yeah, I was just because he was watching uh Muhammad Ali fights and shit. And he was like practicing Ali moves badly because he just kept on jabbing. He kept on jabbing and every now and again did like a leg kick, every now and again did a fucking one two. He even pulled a, a spinning back kick. And shit. It, was, <laughs> it was funny, but it. it my thoughts is my thoughts are is that Khabib striking is still not a, up to par, comparing to the guys that he has to fight like the Tonys and the and the Connors and the fucking Nate Diaz and Max Holloway's and all that shit. His his striking is not up to par. His hands are still low, and people kept on saying, "Oh yeah, you know, you think he's gonna strike with Connor? You think he's gonna strike with with Tony? You think he's gonna do that?" La, 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 la. No, he's not gonna do that. Of course, of course not. He's not gonna do it. He's, gr- he's gonna grapple them, but every fight starts on the feet. Every fight starts on the feet, and I know, and and to do a takedown, you gotta set that up with a, with a jab, and you duck for a, le- a double leg, or you do a one-two. And and then you duck and you shoot for a for a single or a double leg or or some other type of takedown or like a body lock or some shit like that. You gotta do that, and you gotta have your your hands have to be good enough to to be able to strike. Cannot do that willy nilly, which I believe fighters like Conor, fighters like Tony Ferguson could take advantage of that fucking lack of striking that he has. And uh, I want to also get into a thing that happened with Joe Rogan, because apparently people got into Joe Rogan saying, like, oh, Joe Rogan, you being fucking biased or some shit, or you just talking shit to Khabib striking. Even Javier Mendez, the, the, 
the head coach of uh, AKA and Khabib's, Khabib's camp, was saying like, oh yeah, Joe Rogan doesn't know what he was talking about. He was like, clearly, clearly Khabib is not a striker. We know that he's not a striker. We're not going to strike with fucking Conor McGregor. We just did that. And he, and also props to, to his camp, because he was saying to Khabib in like the fourth, the end of the fourth and the fifth, like, yo, Khabib, stop. I, I know you've been striking, la, la, la. But get back to the game plan. Back to fighting. Back to back to the takedowns and finish the fight. But Khabib kept on playing around and whatever. And uh, props, well, credit to him because Al Quinta was not really doing much. He kept on doing like one, one punch around. Didn't do a lot of combinations. Just nah, he just didn't do, didn't do nothing much, other than that in the in the striking in the striking department. But that's not that's not what I that's not my point. Because Joe Rogan said, and uh, Joe Rogan's opinion, and I agree with him. He said like, oh. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of combat sports, I'm a fan of, uh, Khabib, I'm paraphrasing, but, uh, I'm a fan of Khabib, I would never, I would never disrespect, la la la, but I always, when I see fights, I always find, I always look to see chinks in his armor, and on the fight I got, I saw a lot of chinks in Khabib's armor, in the striking department, and I agree wholeheartedly with that, cause like, I, I was felt, I felt the same way, I'm like, you're not gonna fight like that, you're not gonna, you're not gonna strike like that, Versus Tony. Because Tony will clip you. With an elbow, a kick, whatever. A punch. You're not going to do that with Connor. He will do the same. So uh, either either Khabib just goes like a grapple mentality. And grapple the shit out of fucking Khabib. And uh, grapple the shit out of Tony and, and Connor. Because that striking that striking level is not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Uh, let's go and talk about what's next for 155. What's next for Khabib. What's next? Uh, the next fight's coming up. Um, now that Khabib has the title, now we figure out oh, who's going to be next. Because he's going to be like, uh, since he's Muslim, he's going to be like uh, going through Ramadan. Which means that you'll be out for a couple of months fasting. So he'll be back around September to fight and get back into training and all of that shit. So who's next right now? Kevin Lee and Barboza were about to fight. Khabib just beat Barboza before fighting for the title. Kevin Lee lost to Tony Ferguson, so I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do next. Maybe he has another fight or two more fights to get back into title contention. Um, Tony is injured. Connor is out. We don't know when he's coming back because I don't know about his assault charges or some shit. We don't know when he's coming back if he's coming back. Um, uh, Dustin Poirier is gonna fight Justin Gaethje, I believe, this weekend or next weekend. I don't know. Yeah, but I think it's this weekend. They're gonna fight this weekend for, and that's good. And that could be another thing because I've been talking. A lot of people been sleeping on Dustin Poirier, and I believe that Dustin Poirier is gonna be a UFC champion either this year or next year. I really believe in him. So either, either Khabib waits and fights the winner of Gaethje and out and uh, Poirier. Or he fights Eddie Alvarez because Eddie Alvarez is another one. He's been talking a little bit, saying that he wanted to fight. Um, he said he has the he has what it takes to take out or take out Khabib. He said, "Oh, Khabib is the king for now, but I'm the everybody knows I'm the one that could take him out." And I'm like, "Okay, Eddie Alvarez, I want to see you work. I want to see you do this." Khabib, it's not a bad matchup. If you think about it, Khabib, even uh, Khabib is a 
is mainly a grappler. We already talked about his striking, but Eddie Alvarez is more of a mixed martial artist. More of a he can grapple, he can strike. He has a good chin. He could take, he could take a punch. He could, he could give a punch too. So that could turn into a dog fight. Why not? It could be something, someone to for Khabib to fight. Uh, before the McGregor fight, because that's like the big fight. That's the money fight. Also, the George George Saint Pierre fight. You said you wanted to George Saint Pierre, but George Saint Pierre said like said something that was like very very fucking vague. I didn't understand what he meant. He like, oh, Khabib has some. I believe Khabib and the UFC have have unfinished business. And then after then, I'll I'll consider going fighting for the for the one fifty five title. I'm like, what the fuck you mean Khabib and the UFC have unfinished business? What is what is what is that about? I think you meant you and the UFC have unfinished business. Because then it would have made more sense. But Khabib... Uh, I don't know. It, 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 looks, it, looks, it looks weird. But um, I'm hoping that 155 stays stays hyped as it is. Maybe it could make you a Max Holloway fight after the, the, the Brian Ortega one. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that. But, you know. We'll, probably, probably the MMA gods or the MMA media will keep us posted. So... I'll talk about it on the podcast. Oh, that's been it for today. It's been a minute since I did this. Oof, still a bit rusty, but whatever. Uh, next week, uh, I'll break down the UFC fight night. Glendale, which is uh, the Dustin Poirier and the Justin Gaethje fight. Um, who else is going to fight? Uh, what's, what's the fucking name? Uh, Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori. I'm really looking forward to that because I'm seeing a lot of hype about this Israel Adesanya. He's also another one that can, might be a great. People are calling him the next John Jones. He's like six three in the fucking middleweight division. So I'm like, I'm looking forward to that. Um, who else is gonna fight? The Karate Hottie is gonna fight uh, some other chick. <laughs> Honestly, not care, not giving a fuck about that fight. <laughs> I'll watch it. You know, you know. The Karate Hardy had a lot of hype, but just, mm, Michelle Watterson just didn't really deliver for me. Although that, I know that's gonna kill a friend of mine because he like he's a fan of Michelle Watterson, but I've been telling him, eh, you know, she's not that great. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I'll, that's what's next. I'll I'll see you guys next week for the next episode, and I'll promise. I literally, I'll promise I'll be back on this fucking podcast shit, bro. Like for real, for real. I'll be back. I'll be back on this shit. Um. I'll be more episodes, more breakdowns, more my thoughts and opinions on news and everything related to MMA. But, you know, it's been fun. It's been great. It's the Low Kick Theory Podcast, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.